0: Hello and welcome back to Bourbon Barrel Talk. I'm your host, Scott Minton. Today we are sitting down with the gentleman from Distillery 291 and my co-host, one of the OGs, Mr. DJ Jazzy Jasnoff. What's up, Matt? What's up? And uh, let's welcome the fellas in. So we've got Mr. Philip Raleigh, which is, uh, you said, like the marketing guru and some other stuff.
1: <laughs> yeah, I'm the Senior Vice President of Business Development for 291.
0: That sounds like marketing, business development. You yeah, were right?
2: so far off on that title. I mean, it's it in the ballpark right close. now. Senior
0: Vice President is way more cooler. <laughs> yeah. I, I didn't miss that part, but, you know. And then we got Michael Myers. He is the distiller and the original founder, or co-founder, Correct. Uh, founder. Founder. Okay. Good Straight deal. up me. And then and we're, we are over two. We are in the. Well, no. <laughs> and we're in the we're in the Brock uh, Bourbon Bunker. So we are down here uh, chilling out in the bar. And uh, thanks for uh, letting us borrow your space, yeah, Nick. Thanks for absolutely.
3: I love having you guys over.
0: So good deal. So uh, Distillery Two Ninety One, Colorado Springs, Colorado. We're gonna go through four different, um, you know, renditions of what you guys are distilling currently. We got the small batch. The barrel proof single barrel. We've got the rye, and then a barrel strength. It looks like is that a rye or whiskey? Oh, it's a whiskey. It's, it's both. a rye. It's so rye. Both. Okay, you have one gotcha. barrel
2: strength rye, one barrel strength whiskey. Gotcha. Right. One's bourbon, one's rye. Gotcha. So if you don't mind,
0: we'll
1: go over all of them. When we start,
2: tell I'm, us. I'm new here. Sorry. I know. Really,
0: never bro. done this before. <laughs> <laughs> so, Mike, if you don't mind, tell us how you got here, man. Uh,
4: Ryan drove me. Ryan, <laughs> oh yeah, Paul Ryan—he's right. not even here. <laughs> Next question. No. Uh, Hang not, on, their driver's not here yet. How, their did, drivers I how did I get to whiskey? Yeah, um, well,
0: how did you get to whiskey? How did you get to two ninety-one? How did you get to Colorado? Because if I if I read the the bio correctly, you're from you're a t- Tennessee boy or something, right? Uh,
4: I'm from Georgia, born and raised. Georgia. We okay. had a family farm in Tennessee. Got some people <laughs> clapping. Can we, we fire, fire? him. <laughs> Listen. <to me>. Um <laughs> I spent, uh, my mom lived in California my whole life from age six on, so um, I've got a little bit of California in me, too. Gotcha. So. Um, how did I get here? I, I was a fashion beauty photographer in New York, and uh, 9-11 changed my life. I lived uh, three blocks from World Trade Center. I was on Greenwich and Duane when the first plane hit, and um, with my youngest son on my shoulders, um, and saw it all. Went through a rough day with my ex-wife now, but my wife at the time and my two sons. And my ex-wife was from Colorado Springs, and so we moved to Colorado. Oh, sorry. You're all good. Um, Moved to Colorado and um, commuted back for photography, and I did that for a while and just got to a point where I was like, I've got to do something different. And I was shooting Vanity Fair, flying back, and I, I read an article about the guy that created Hendrix Gin and Sailor Jerry. And thought I could brand a whiskey and um, somebody said, Why don't you try and make it? And I um, I'm from Georgia. They make it in the woods. How hard could it be? Was my thought. Fair enough. <laughs> Keep going. You know, and uh, so I went to Vendome and asked them if I could, you know, how much a still would be. And they said, you know, fifty gallon stills, fifty thousand dollars. And I had never brewed beer or distilled. Um, I'm totally self taught. Um, from YouTube, books, and uh, a documentary. So I um, decided I could build my own still, and my still is a 45-gallon still, pot still, um, that I built out of Photograph Your Plates, which is a flat copper plate. You chemically etch an image into, you ink the plate, put a piece of paper with it, run it through a press, you get an inked photograph. So I took those seven plates, water jet cut them, rolled them through a metal roller, and had it TIG welded together. And built this 45 gallon still.
0: Huh. So, is it stainless steel and copper, or is it? No, it, it's, all, it's copper. all copper. 100%. Okay.
4: And um, it had a thump keg that was a, a barrel cask. And um, now it is the thump keg of my 300 gallon still that's identical to it, just 300 gallons instead of 45 gallons. Gotcha. Gotcha. Um, I started in 300 square feet. I could make 60 gallons a month. Um, I um, I needed a steam generator. And so I looked up online because I wasn't going to direct fire. And I looked up online steam generator, and they had a steam shower unit. So, you know, if you have a steam shower in your house, you got to generate steam. And so I read it and it said 400 square feet of of steam um, per hour. I'm like, "Ah, that should work. And I um, bought it, hooked it up, was testing it on a hot liquor tank, so hot water tank, and uh turned it on pushed the button it came on steam was working everything was going good and um and so um all of a sudden an hour later it clicked off and i was like okay that's weird hot everything's going push the button again it came back on i'm like okay hour later it went off i'm like damn it's a home unit. It's automatic off. <laughs> so for two and a half years, I reset that button every 45 minutes. Oh, God, that's brutal. My cook was six hours. I'd do two cooks a day. My strip was six hours. I'd do uh, two strips a day. So every 45 minutes. And then finish runs were 12 hours. And um, I'd reset that button. I'd go home, cook dinner, come back, push the button, go home, eat dinner. I'd go to a liquor store, come back, push the button, go to the next liquor store. <laughs> Not kidding. That's crazy. So
1: And so what we're sipping on real quick, uh, to interject, so you know what you're drinking. Uh, so that we're I'm starting, still just smelling. <laughs> and we're starting with our 291 um, Colorado Bourbon Whiskey Small Batch. Um, and so that small batch um, is Michael's first recipe, and I'll let him talk about that.
4: Good deal. Yeah, so um, I, I literally uh, had the still built in Colorado the guy TIG weld it together and he finished it around September 9th and September 7th something like that and I decided to wait until September 11th so my very first finish still finish run was September 11th 2011 Um, I had done one experiment before that on an amblic tiny still um, and that was actually this bourbon so um, originally, this recipe was 80% corn, 20% malt rye, and now it's 80% corn, 19% malt rye, 1% malt barley. But it literally is my very first experiment, very first recipe. Um, the rye we're going to drink is my very second recipe. I Just a lot of lightning strikes. Um, it, it's been a really amazing journey, and to start something from thin air... Not knowing what you're doing, how you're doing it, um, and be where where I am. And the journey's just been crazy.
0: So. It, it sounds super interesting. I mean, you know, the fact that you you, you came from New York, you had a, lived through a tragedy, let's be honest. I mean, exactly what it was. And then... You rebranded yourself, rebranded what you were doing. You you went and started a new life, you know, what, 1,500 miles away, and poof, you know, now, now you've, you're distilling whiskey in the middle of Colorado. <laughs> exactly. It's it's a pretty damn interesting story. Exactly. So yeah. I'm, I'm, I've been nosing this small batch, and, and it says it's finished with aspen wood. So, like, I'm, I'm getting a ton of, like, floral and citrus and, like, some, uh, like, cedar notes on this thing. So yeah. well, tell so, us a little bit more about this.
4: So um, the aspen wood is – interesting i you know i'm making colorado whiskey and synonymous with colorado is aspen so i wanted aspen on the label for marketing reasons and um i just thought what about tradition about finishing whiskey and so i decided to do something that was in tradition but not traditional so i took uh, aspen staves and um, toasted them and put them in the whiskey and it it's very slight what it does it, it adds a little smoke it adds a little spice and it pushes the caramel notes to maple um the floral and all that comes from my yeast and my grain and stuff like that the shape of my still um that's what my whiskey makes my whiskey stand out are those things more than the the aspen yeah
0: i'm getting a little cedar a little bit of a like honeysuckle like like honeysuckle in a field it's very flavorful thank you so, Nick, Nick, what do you think about this, man? Did you, did you get a chance to dip, dip in on that?
3: I have not dipped on it yet, but the n- nose, uh, the other other aspect I was getting was a little bit of corn or almost like a corn pudding kind of goes right through that little bit. that sneaks in under that floral note. Right. Yeah. Yep. Nice. No, for sure. Yeah. yeah,
1: I love all those noses. They're spot yep. on, too. Yep. Our head distiller, he does the best at that. Like, Eric is the best at pulling out flavor profiles from the nose and then writing about it. Um, One of my favorite descriptions he said about one of our whiskey was, it was like a dusty old poncho. A dusty old poncho. (laughs) Yeah. and I don't that, know that and, I get and, that on this, but not on no, this. No. This no. was an experimental one. Gotcha, um, and not in a bad way. It yeah, was a yeah. really good whiskey. Yeah, and when, and when you actually nosed it, and you're like, "Oh, I totally get what he's saying," and you're like, "I would have never picked that descriptive word for I mean, that." And but. for
0: a hundred proof, this thing's got legs for days, man. I mean, it's Thank it's you. got all kinds of viscosity. It's just really, really just hitting hard.
2: Knew so. that word was coming.
4: I,
0: I, I like the word viscosity. Yeah, we know.
1: That's one of my favorite words. Really? Mm. Yeah. Listen. Uh, yeah.
4: Yeah, uh, so I, you know, I set out to make a Western whiskey and uh, something big, bold, and beautiful like the state of Colorado, rugged, refined, rebellious, like me. Um, and and I really love mouthfeel in a whiskey, and so um, I did a few things um, that I thought would would help the mouthfeel um, when I was, you know, um, distilling and stuff like that. And it it really does. It's a really nice heaviness in your mouth. Um, and, and warmth and really nice. Yeah. It's got a great hug to it for sure. Um, so that being said,
0: it re- refreshed my, my memory and I was listening, but I was really honed in on the New York story. Cause I, I love the touch of how that comes through the mash bill on this. It was 80,
4: corn, 19% malt rye, 1% malt barley. So it's malted rye. Yeah. Yeah. So
0: I thought that that's what you said was malted rye, but I wasn't sure. I wanted to make sure I got that correct. That's
4: all we use is malt rye. Gotcha. um, In the the distillery. Um, Is it a Canadian malted rye or is it in the United States? So when I started, um, the only people that were malt and rye were um, Germany uh, at the time. So you're getting it from Munich, probably? No. Wireman. Okay. Um, And so. I, I went. The way that worked is uh, a brewer friend of mine said, um, Mike Bristol, Bristol Brewing Company in Colorado, and um, he said, I've got a bag of corn you can have. And so I got the corn and I went down to the home brew shop and got enough. I was, went down there and I knew I needed malt. And I needed, I wanted rye, and they had rye malt, and I'm like, okay, that works, and <laughs> I'm I'm not kidding, I really am not, and so I went back with a eighty percent, twenty percent, and ran it, and it was really good. Um, and the second time I ran, I just thought that it needed a little bit of a period in the white whiskey; it just needed a little stop, right, on the, and so I thought that maybe taking a percent and putting a percent of malt barley in it. And that's what I did. So this is, you know, eighty percent corn, twenty percent I mean nineteen percent malt rye, one percent malt. I gotta say this thing's gotta hold up to a cocktail beautifully too. So it it makes killer cocktails. That's what
0: I'm saying. I mean it's just it's it's just got a ton of flavor. It's got a lot a lot to it there. So
2: I'm glad you asked. Here you go. There we
1: go. To me what one of my favorite parts about this uh Colorado bourbon is I get just huge bananas fosters when you're drinking it. Those deep burnt brown sugars you know finishing out in some pipe tobacco and cherry to me um, is one of the things that i think sets apart our big bold beautiful colorado whiskey yeah i, I
0: don't i don't get as much of the banana like you're saying cuz when i when i think of that and not to name drop i, I think of like old forester jack daniels those type of things those sweet sweet mm-hmm. you know side yeah, yeah. i get get more of almost like a flan like a yep. like yep like that like creme creme brulee, creme brulee yep type thing but yeah it's definitely got some big creaminess to it and really full for sure
3: one of the things i've noticed as well as you were talking about that mouthfeel that is definitely there uh also i
4: just think that lingering spice just likes to linger for like really long periods (laughs) in the mouth yeah the finish is really long in my whiskeys and i really like that um and and it's spicy uh you know I, i mean like i said you know colorado's the desert and beautiful and big and and that that's what i thought a colorado whiskey should taste like yeah.
0: All right. So let's let's move on to the. I guess it's the bourbon, the barrel strength bourbon. Yep. Let's get a nose on this bad boy. You want to tell us a little bit more about this? I'm assuming it's the the same mash bill, just barrel strength, correct?
4: Exactly. All right. Um, so yeah, it's a um, same same mash bill, eighty uh, percent corn, nineteen percent malt rye, one percent malt barley.
1: We have a new person on the podcast here who's yeah, moving I doesn't know that moving time. the bottles make a
4: ton of noise. <laughs> I
0: told you it's my first time. Jesus, what, man? What, what am I doing with you? Man, I see the nose is totally different on this one, though. Yeah. I mean, it's just totally different. Yeah.
2: Now, um, one other thing that's interesting about what you guys do, and I think it adds a lot more flavor and character, can you talk about some of the, the barrels that you guys use? I know it's not your traditional 53s, but... I don't know if you're allowed to talk about that or not. No, I'm not allowed <laughs> to talk about that. Okay. <laughs> <No>. Please <laughs> please right. edit that whole section out. <laughs> All right, then
4: I have a follow-up question. No, I'm, I'm kidding. Um. Please
2: <laughs> edit the whole section well, out. No, but
1: you, you hit a good point, but... Can I give, do a quick copy sure, to that? Sure, always. Um, as
0: long as I don't have to edit it out. No, we just generally, <laughs> because
1: of what we're going to talk about next, we like to get everyone to try our whiskey before they hear about our Okay, barrels. no, that's fair. And the reason he can go into no, that. No, that's fair. I know.
2: jumped the gun on that one. Yeah, yeah.
0: it's okay. 100%. So, I so mean, I, the, the nose on this one is just, I mean, it's so different. I mean, there's so much caramel. Like you said, a little bananas, fosters. I, I get that on this one. Yeah, you get a
3: little yeah, more.
2: Yeah, I get a little bit more of that fruity note. Yeah. I actually really appreciate like the corn really comes through nicely on here. It yeah, does. So, it does. Yep. So now, like
3: now I also get a little vanilla bean. It's it's a mm-hmm. sharp vanilla. Yeah, it's but, not like your normal cooking vanilla. It's all sharp. It's vanilla. almost like
2: Madagascar vanilla, like that really really like bold vanilla flavor for sure. But what I really appreciate is, right? Sometimes people get scared off by the amount of corn that you put in there, right? They think it's it's too much. It's like a burnt popcorn kind of taste. What but this is, I mean, this is like a great this is just a great mash of all of that put together. There's not too much of it. It comes through nice, light, and sweet, and it's just like a perfect combination of everything. So I really do
4: appreciate that. Thank you. Yeah, it, it, Yeah, buttered popcorn yes. about, comes out.
0: So I was going to say kettle corn. Yeah, yep. Like exactly. that sweetness yeah, that you get from the, the kettle corn. Yeah. yeah. Well, but, not even caramel, but just like the standard, you know how they use the brown sugar or the right, sugar, right. and they macerate
2: it in there and yeah. cook it through that. Yeah. No, I agree, but when you see... You know, eighty percent corn. That's a lot of corn, right? It is. It, and, it can be a corn whiskey. And we all know that we've had a lot of high corn distillery, you know, product out there that just turns us off of it. But this kind of brings you back that you're like, hey, this is high corn and still delicious. Like we can still do great things with this. Yep. And just give us a chance. And I mean, thank Absolutely, you. thank you. It's, it's got a, I, it's I got didn't a... move the bottle that time. I just want no. everyone to know that we, did, we didn't hear it move, so we know you didn't move it. <laughs>
1: No, I just wanted to talk about the. Proof. No, I'm just <laughs> No, it's okay. Um, so the first one we had, which was the um, hundred proof. So this one is one hundred twenty-eight point one proof. One twenty-eight point one. It right.
3: does not taste that way. I've already no. I've already dug into that, and that is looking at your not.
1: face when I said that. You're like, wait, what just happened? Yeah, it, 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 it
0: honestly, it drinks lower than the hundred proof. Yes. Yes. Yeah. Yep. Which is just – like this would be – this is deadly. I mean, like this is, a, this is a bourbon that would get you in trouble because it, like it, it drinks silky smooth.
2: The more I drink it, the more I appreciate the high-proof high corn. I just – I really do. I will think the one thing that I think
0: some people may be slightly put off on, but I actually really enjoy is the bite that hits the mid part of your front part of your tongue. Like yep. that, that, that that spice and that like like pop and, and uh, almost like a pepper and – like a white pepper almost flavor. Exactly. It's got some spice to
4: it. So Yeah, I, I like that. I mean, again... I do too. I like it. You know, like it's it. got to be rugged. It's yeah. Colorado. Yeah. It's got to be rugged. It's like a mountainside, right? <laughs> yeah.
1: <laughs> I think one of the uh things that I love, you know, being out here is uh when people drink it, my favorite thing is, like, that's actually really good. Oh, wait a minute. Hold on. I don't like... I'm finding a lot more about this and it's really fun to share those experiences in all different States. Um, But especially here, you know, in bourbon County uh, it's, it's fun when people are like, wow, that's
2: crazy. Now, what I, what I appreciate and to piggyback is, yeah, people are more adaptive to the Colorado scene. I mean, Colorado has doing some great things with whiskey and you guys are a huge part of that. But the other part is right. How does this stand out? I mean, even your bottle design it, that's a clear like hey like i'm going to spot that on the shelf <laughs> thank yep. you there's there's no way i'm going to miss something like that there's a lot of people that do things they're a little boring they're not as complex they're not going to stand out your bottle i'm going to see it on the shelf i love your cork design i love what you guys did with that i mean your awards speak for themselves as soon as they try it there's no doubt about that but but when you see this on the shelf you're going to you're going to notice it right away you're going to notice Hey, it's new to this market. We're going to try it, and there's a reason it's here.
4: Thank you. Yeah, you can recognize the bottle in uh, Ozarks uh, season three, episode three, and season four, episode six. Uh, Laura Ly- Lenny uh, drinks it and pours it. Do you have the specific time stamp? Of? No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> 18 minutes <laughs> and 24 seconds. We, the... we
2: may have posted it. Yeah. Um, I don't know <laughs> hey, exactly. Can we, but, can, we, can we get it on TV? we got to
4: get it. On but TV. also, um, Sam Elliott drinks it on the ranch. And uh, that's a really oh, great show. Oh, The Ranch, show. yeah, with uh, Ashton yeah, Kutcher. As yeah. Yeah. Yep. yeah. And I'll so Sam's an yeah, old friend. Great. I've
2: known
0: Mr. Sam. Mila Kunis. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> that's
4: always known for Oh, my God, she is so hot. <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, yeah, so Sam's Absolutely. an old old friend and tasted my whiskey at my mom's. We had dinner one night a is long he? time ago, and um, he uh, he's like, I really like your bourbon. And Hold on! on I, you have to say it
2: like Sam. If you're going to quote him, you have to say it like him. I yeah, really, that uh, ain't happening. Our real your bourbon. No,
0: it doesn't sound anything not, like him. Not anything. like He's alike. got that real rugged, like yep. Sam Elliott's a manly man. I, my my favorite What's movie he ever. What's for dinner did was, was tonight? Roadhouse. Like oh, Roadhouse. there's there's head. no no better Sam Elliott movie than Roadhouse. Right? So
4: I've, I've known him thirty years and um, dear amazing. friends of dear friends of. Mine and my family and uh, his wife, uh, Catherine Ross was uh, on Butch Cassidy and Sundance Kid, and um, she's an amazing woman. But um, he he his prop master called after he had left the house, you know, that Monday or whatever, and said Sam Elliott would like some of your bourbon on the ranch, and I'm like, okay, and um, so we sent sent it out to him and i didn't know if he was going to put it in the green room or if it was going to go on the show and he called or texted me and said you know watch this episode and they started drinking it and he drank it uh the rest of the show so i added a couple of drops to that
0: barrel proof just to kind of see what it did to it i mean it really just opens it up i mean it just does a ton i i bet with one rock that thing would just absolutely just kill it um with with just how much more it opens up those caramel notes and the vanilla and things to that nature so
4: yeah my whiskey is actually really interesting in that way because you can literally put one drop one drop in it and it opens up and it keeps just opening yeah um, and that's what i love about it um,
0: also, it doesn't do what your typical, like what I would consider, because 20% rye, or 19% rye, still a, a, a fair amount of rye. It's not a high rye, but it's still a fair amount, is the fact that typically rye pops like whenever you p- add water to it, and I've never understood why it does that, but this one, it's almost like it takes the rye and just kind of just pulls out those sweet notes whenever yeah. you add a little water to it. Thank you. So, I, I really do appreciate it. it.
2: It does make it like a sweet corn. Yeah. Like a very sweet, and I love that, actually. Yeah, just a couple I, drops of water I really, makes a big difference. I really do love that.
4: Yeah. So. so we um so Jim Murray's whiskey bible um gave me uh on that rye ninety-four points um on barrel number one or barrel number two, sorry, barrel number two. I'm like batch barrel, one, barrel two. <laughs> yeah. Barrel one was like um I, I think eighty nine or ninety points. Um, you know, and his highest score is ninety five and a half or ninety Seven and a half. Right. I've been drinking too much, and I just started. <laughs> we just got started, um, But, uh, and you earn liquid gold from 94 points and higher, and we have 19 liquid golds from the Whiskey Bible. Um, in 2016, first time presented um, to Whiskey Magazine, I won uh, America's Best Rye Whiskey. and. Okay. Then in 2018, I won America's Best and then World's Best Rye from them, and I've won America's Best Wheat and World's Best Wheat. Um, so I'm going
1: to interject real quick. That's what they're on right now, just so everyone following along with the the drinking. Rye. We, we, we are sniffing, segment, the great, great rye now. sniffing the rye <laughs> yeah, We're sniffing the We're, <laughs> yeah. so this we're is, nosing
2: the rye. Well, thanks for paying attention to what we were drinking.
1: Yeah, I'd like to do that. You know, I'd like to talk about the whiskey. <laughs> <laughs> That's your job, right? He loves no, it about is. It. He, it's his job is to tell the story <laughs> and is. his story and how he did it and why he created it. And my job is to make sure we know where we're at so people know what to go buy. Well, no, I do have
2: a, If I do you have a see it questions. on the shelves, go buy it. Let me put it that way. While
3: everybody's nosing. One of my one thing that I intrigues me a little bit uh, is how does the Altitude of Colorado affect your distilling.
4: So um, the altitude affects it a couple of ways. Um, boiling points lower. Um, you know, here it you know sea level it bo- uh, water boils at uh, two twelve, and in Colorado it boils at two hundred or two hundred one. Um, so that's different. Um, so your your heads and everything are coming off at a different point, point. Um, and then. Um, the barrel aging it um, it's so dry we lose water through the barrel instead of alcohol so our all our barrels uh, go up in proof um, but it's amazing because we had a I'm now in twenty six thousand square feet um, and before that I was in uh, about sixty five hundred after the three hundred square foot space and I put in um, glass uh, roll up doors and we were aging in the back and there was a you know a pallet with nine barrels on it um, and they they were sitting some of them were in the sun and some of them were in the shade but in this this 16 square foot space right and they were all from the same batch so the all the white dog that went in there was the exact same whiskey different barrels and the the proof range from the shadow side to the sun side um, ranged from 115 to 1. Thirty-seven, a little higher. One, I think
1: like one
4: thirty. I don't know, somewhere in there, and that that was amazing to see that happen in a space like that. Um, so the weather, you know, everything matters. And now,
3: now considering what you've already said, uh, how does that affect your barrel entry proof, or is that a secret?
4: Uh, no, I I most my whiskeys go in at one twenty-five.
0: Okay, one twenty-five. Okay, yep. so, so you're going in basically at the the high the end limit. of the limit.
4: Yeah. Yep. And and they come out, you know. These are one twenty eight. We can kind of tell the age of the whiskey by the by the proof. So tell t- tell, us about,
0: tell us about the mash bill on this rye.
4: So this is sixty one percent malt rye, thirty nine percent corn. This is really the whiskey. So I no
0: s- malted barley. Nope. Hmm.
4: So this is really the whiskey I set out to make. Um, I love Thomas Handy. Before I started making my own whiskey, um, I love the high corn content of of Handy, and so I. Really wanted to do a high corn content rye. Um, and and this is my... So the barrel proof of this is called 291 Colorado Whiskey. It doesn't say rye on it. Um, and that's because that's my whiskey. That's what I wanted to make. I love high proof whiskey. And, um, and I think... I actually crushed it, <laughs> truthfully, and I do not have an ego. I think that's the first the time nose I've ever on this said thing that. is just it's. The, I love the nose. I mean, I really
0: do. I mean, it's got so so much character to it. You know, that's I get right. get a little bit of cornbread. I get some uh, some of the nose from the the floral hints, um, the just the spice. I mean, it's just it just rolling with all kinds of all kinds of complexity.
1: This rye whiskey is actually why I work for the company. Um, I was bartending across the street from the distillery before I even knew Michael. Um, And I was training at the new bar that I was working at. And we get to this rye whiskey. And I take a sip of it. And I love whiskey. And rye is my favorite. And I'm like, this is like the best rye whiskey I've ever had. Where does this come from? And everyone's like, oh, across the street, Michael makes it. Go, Go over there and go meet him. And so that's my first introduction to 291 was at a bar and right across the street from his distillery. It's the best rye ever, in yeah. my opinion.
0: I'm getting ready to take a sip. Matt, wh- wh- what's your take on, on that piece? So
2: it's no surprise that anyone who listens knows that I'm not a huge fan of just rye whiskey in general, right? I love this rye. I think it's great. You're the second person today to say that exact thing. Um, I, I don't like... like I'm not an overly spicy rye drinker. I do not app- I I can appreciate the flavor that comes from it and I can appreciate what they're trying to do. It just is not my cup of tea. However, the malted rye mixed with a little bit of a higher corn mash than most people do, from my opinion, I think it's great. I think it I think it is such off profile from what anyone expects it to be. And that is why it is good. Yeah, Thank I'm you.
0: getting like a mid a,
2: a mid palate, like a little bit of cornbread, but mixed in with that spice. But what I really like is it's not overpowering allspice, right? When you drink when you drink rye, it's like spice, it's it's all it's any kind of spice you can think of. It's baking baking related, basically yeah. hits your tongue and just stays there, right in the front, in the middle, and then it it just goes away eventually. But this is fantastic all the way through yeah it's got some cinnamon it's got some cardamom i mean it's it's got some spice in there for
3: sure
0: but i I I can
2: go through my pantry too and label spices if you really want to get technical (laughs) oh my god (laughs) here we go
3: a couple things i noticed at least on the nose i was getting some type of tea i was like either like a black yeah yeah, that's what i was about to go through i couldn't tell if it was black tea or something like that but i was getting that on the nose and then i get a nice subtle clove yeah right under, yep. underneath i was
0: about to say clove like those uh old dejerum um oh those yeah yeah the clove yeah, cigarettes yeah, yeah. those are yeah. great those are, it's like christmas <laughs> yeah
2: As i said that <laughs> so,
0: and, and the cedar still comes through a little bit like yep. and, I, and i don't know if it's because of the fact that you guys are in colorado but I'm, I'm getting like pine and cedar and some of those things that you know i would i would think of of colorado so i mean i think you've nailed the colorado the rustic the that aspect of it
2: so i i usually always Think of rye as well. I'm gonna make a cocktail with that because I make a very good Manhattan with it. Even though Scott doesn't like it, very upsetting. I don't like vermouth. (laughs) I don't
4: like vermouth. But
2: this old fashioned made with rye is delicious. delicious. So you, you I had some. Yeah, I did have some old fashions made. These are fantastic. You can the the mash with these just go beautifully.
3: Thank you. The the rye still holds up through it. You can taste it still, which is usually we like ours typically slightly on the sweeter than bitter side and even then the sweetness usually kind of tones down a lot of the bourbons and rye but this one's holding up to it
0: yeah it's it, 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 almost like those those slight floral notes are coming through and then you still you still somehow get a little bit of that cornbread like it's the craziest thing it really does hold up to that
2: Thank you. You It's the craziest thing, but just FYI, the bottle's missing, and you're not finding it. We have no (laughs) idea where the bottle went. (laughs) You're not finding it. Just want to let you know that. I think
1: all of our whiskeys hold up really well in cocktails, and that's the one thing that's, I think, fun about it for bartenders. um, They can just get a different complexity from a Manhattan, a black Manhattan that Michael likes to drink It brings out a different characteristic to an old fashioned, so it's really fun to play with as a as a bartender. And and what's the black Manhattan had a a vera in it?
4: Averna. Averna. Sorry. Yeah. If yeah. If you don't like um, vermouth, vermouth, you should try a black Manhattan with Averna. Gotcha. With that barrel proof. It is. It's. It's like black velvet. It is such an amazing drink. It gotcha. is so good. I'll all right, go have to, to the sure. store. Go
1: get it.
2: Averna. Can we Doordash it? Is that a <laughs>
4: uh,
0: well, I do Drizzly. Think, Drizzly. I, I was about to say. I don't think Drizzly's delivering in Indiana. They are well. now.
4: <laughs> um, so, you know, I talk a little bit more about the bottle and stuff like that. So you were talking about yeah. the design. Um, Please. All of it's mine. Um, I'm from my photography career. I have Quark on my computer and I designed all our labels and everything. I, I designed the cork. I drew it out and measured it out. Um, and, and then the cage. So there's a cage on my bottles. The cage is um, actually comes from a Little House on the Prairie episode. <laughs> so when I was 12, I was watching Little House on the Prairie and they were transporting nitroglycerin and um, it was in a wagon, and they wired it in so it would float and not jolt and blow up. And I thought that was crazy. And so when I started making high proof whiskey, I'm like, got to wire it in. So that's where the cage comes from.
3: Huh? Oh, that's awesome. That so, is pretty. I, neat. And
2: the and actually the cage goes beautifully with the cork design. Now, is this cork is
4: is there any significance to it? Is it from a certain area, certain region? No, it's uh, m- most. Cork comes from Portugal, right. and that's where these come from. Um, but the shape of it, I really wanted the tapered, but if you use a taper cork, it only touches in certain areas. So I tapered it and then made it straight shaft on it. Um, the the top of it is branded with 291. Um, talking about Ozark, Laura Lenny, in Season 4, Episode 6, she pops the cork, and she takes it just... Really fluidly and lays the cork and it faces the camera so you can read two ninety one on it. And um,
2: okay, I I've watched that show religiously and I need to watch it again.
0: So the water on the on the on the rye really really opens up and and once again it it for the first time like it, probably not the first time but at least one of the few times I've seen it the rye spice doesn't pop even more. It gives you a lot of caramelization. It gives you some complex flavors that come through. I'm getting a little bit more floral notes, but I mean like this definitely, it's just so different on how this thing holds up to water versus most of the other whiskeys that I've drank. Thank you. So onto the barrel string.
4: Yeah. So the funny story about, I'm going to back up to the, the small batch, um, just because me not knowing what I was doing when I started this. So I wanted to proof my rye down to 100 proof, right? And, um, So I I proofed the white dog um, because that's what I was selling first. So we have 291 Colorado Rye Whiskey White Dog. And so I was proofing it down and trying to get to 100, and I got to 101.6. And I'm like, because you can't back up. And I'm like, okay, I'm good. (laughs) I'm not going to 100 on this one. Next time I will. And the next time I did it, proofed it down. It hit 101.7. And I'm like, must be a thing. And so this bottle is 101.7 proof. Always small batch. Uh, it cost us double the tax in California because of that. Assholes. Um, <laughs> the the bourbon is a small batch bourbon is a hundred proof because I knew what I was doing when I started that one. But um, so it, it's funny. Um, but barrel proof, it comes out whatever the proof is. That's what we bottle bottle it I at. You- Sorry, I Go want ahead. you
1: all to take a sip and tell me what you think it is, and then mm-hmm. I'm going to let you know today if you haven't looked already.
4: What, the
0: proof on it? Yeah. All right, let I'm me, d- I'm, I'm, to I'm still, th- I'm trying to get over the nose. I'm, <laughs> it, the nose is just amazing on this thing, dude. I absolutely love the nose. You get some corn, you get the sweetness from the rye, and and and, and for people that can, can, and I really appreciate anybody that can bring the fruit forward notes on a rye, like I'm getting like some weird stone fruit in there, oh, like, yeah. maybe yep. like some, uh, like an apricot or something mm-hmm. like that in there. I mean it's just the nose on this thing is just to die for. This is like one of those glasses you could literally just sit around at the campfire with a cigar and just chew and just smell the glass. Well, that's a great yep. idea.
2: I'll see y'all later. <laughs>
3: <laughs> now, you mentioned something earlier on the caramel. I almost think this could be like a caramel covered apricot. Yeah. Nice. That that, that
0: is- also I get I get I get uh-huh. just a faintness of like a like a like a maple like syrup like Something to that nature too. Bit, yeah. uh, it's real
2: subtle. So just just based on my initial reaction to this, I mean, I, I've got to assume it's probably at that one eighteen proof, maybe maybe one nineteen at that. Kind of in that that upper teens, maybe maybe teetering one twenty, but I would say one nineteen just to be safe.
0: So just based off of what they've told us about their whiskey, yeah, and what I'm tasting, it drinks at about one oh seven to one oh nine. I'm going to guess, though, this is probably between 123 and 127.
3: I'm going to guess right around. For me, it tastes maybe it's about 112, 113 for me tasting-wise. yeah. But, yeah, I can't guess what it is.
1: It's 129.5. Holy smoke balls. No man. way. Yeah, we've been Are you seeing, kidding me? We've been seeing the ride come out right yeah, around 130. I mean, that's that's a hot ride,
2: but it doesn't taste like it at no. all. No.
1: So we just last year had our 10-year anniversary, and it, we popped uh, Michael's very last mill mash and run, and he put that into a 53-gallon barrel, uh, and we aged it for seven years. seven years. Seven years. Seven years. Tell them what proof that came out at
4: um so when we popped the bung it was at 149.8 yes sir how do i get that <laughs> and four
0: you, did you save any
1: yes no we don't I, have any. I, I, it, don't I might they might be able any. to send you do you, you think a you sample? can send me a do two ounce sample <laughs> you have one i have a
4: bottle um, I might be able to send you a sample. All right, but there, I'll take a sample. Dude, There's I'm not able. many that exist. It'll be one dude, sample for everybody. Rye, I might just go in the bathroom by myself, man. So we wait.
2: You always go in the bathroom by yourself. How the hell is that different than? Dude, I'm telling you, dude. Hazmat.
0: I love hazmat. And then you say hazmat rye, I mean, oh so, my
4: god. So we put um, we put aspen staves on it for three weeks, and when we bottled it, it came out at one forty eight point. Uh, 148.8. Correct. 148.8. Um, so yeah, that it's a, it's a different whiskey and it is, it's really good, but it is the rye mash bill. It actually was a cook up, cook down. So, um, uh, I cook up meaning I heat water, add grain, raise the temperature, add more grain, raise it to a boil. Um, I took a Dave Pickerel, rest his soul. Um, uh, class and he um, he makers mark cooked down so hot water cool it add grain cool it add grain and I was like I love that idea so I went back and this was a mash that I did where I did um, half cooked up and half cooked down and and married it together in the after ferment no during after fermentation gotcha and then um, after stripping and and ran it and then put it in a barrel. And literally, we have a video of me and Eric Jett, my distiller, uh, bucketing to fill the barrel because we didn't have any kind of pump at that That's time. That's awesome. Yeah.
0: I mean, dude, caramel, maple, sugar, I mean, maple syrup. I mean, this thing is just a, it's a flavor bomb. I mean, it. it, it I, I love this bottle.
4: So the funny thing is, the one thing about my whiskey, straight up tell you, it is not precious. It's good. If you drink it on the rocks, if you drink it like I do in Mountain Dew, lemonade, um, any way you drink it, I Dude, love it. Ginger ale. It. I you, can imagine this in a mule like. You drink in 291 alcohol. Mix it with
2: Gatorade and have a good day. Yep. <laughs> um,
4: but the one thing about the rye that I love is Bloody Marys. Oh, it's so good. Dude, you, it put that, you put that whiskey in a Bloody Mary, so you will never drink this. another yeah. Bloody I Mary think, without it. Where's I the, the
3: Zinc say recipe? It oh, is, this is, just is it in the fridge. Yeah, I would have never considered to put it in a Bloody Mary. No, z- it, oh my god, There's it's Zang Zang so good.
1: We have we have restaurants in Colorado Springs where we've turned them onto this. Their Bloody Mary program now is all pretty so much. So the, are they? They rise. can't be
0: adding a, a ton of hot sauce then, man, because this thing just has so much spice. But man, I mean, it's just pepper i mean it, it's just it's hitting on every cylinder like if man.
4: you put the bourbon in it the bourbon and the tomatoes are too sweet together yeah. you know but the rye mm-hmm. stands up and oh, just yeah. makes it but yeah the spicier the better Dude, that rye is just it's special it so really thank is. you thank I, you very much
2: i have a question that maybe it's just a step back here so you guys i mean there's a lot of these that say they're finished with aspen wood staves Do you have any specific kind of like ramifications to that? Are they, are they like, do you like hand select them in order to be in there or?
4: Um, So a friend of mine harvests the aspen and and makes them. They're not really, unique. they're not truly stave shape. Just, it was a way to describe what, what the wood was Yeah, because like. I mean
2: that's that's incredibly unique and I think it gives a wonderful finish to your mash build and I think it ac- accomplishes it very well thank you so I didn't know if there was like hey these guys give us all of them and screw everybody else and that's so, what it should be
4: no so nobody um, when I started this nobody was aging whiskey on anything other or finishing whiskey on anything other yeah. than oak so wine barrels things like that right um Woodford did an experimental where they did finish um, on a maple barrel, a pine barrel, something like that. But that was nobody consistently, and and I started Aspen's Day finish and and from day one, and all our whiskeys get it. I, I think it's great.
2: Like and, I think that I think that profile just
4: blends so well with those staves. I think it's great. Thank you. I really do too, and and I'm very proud of that. Um, you know. Like I said, we had a, maybe I didn't say, but we I grew up in Georgia, Tennessee. We had um, a family farm, literally seven miles from Jack Daniels, seven miles to George Dickel. And so the tradition that of... Waking up smelled great.
2: Yeah. <laughs>
4: the tradition of, um, you know, Jack Daniels doing the uh, maple charcoal finish, or not finish, but the uh, filtering and and all those tradition things. I thought about doing this, but... It, but here I am creating a Colorado whiskey that's not been created. I mean, Stranahan's did it before me, you know, and they did their whiskey. Um, but I really wanted something that said Colorado, and and so I didn't want to stick to too much tradition because I'm not traditional, but but it, I I believe in tradition. So,
0: are you non-chill filtering?
4: Um, I am not. Okay. I, yep. Straight up comes out of the barrel, gets maybe a coffee filter um that's gotcha. about it okay i do want to go back to for the big chunks
1: i do want to go back to his question about the barrel though because i've yep. tasted it so we can talk about our barrels for our flagships now <laughs> um i know it's the second half of the name so and you were having I should, that question I should probably re-ask the question <laughs> so scott won't get mad at me
2: no like oh, I'm, I'm good like, no go ahead phil so can you tell me about the barrels that you guys use
4: <laughs> <laughs> michael let's talk about the barrels <laughs> We can talk about the barrels if that's okay. So, yeah, it's okay. Hey, Look, mom, mom, is that okay? We, <laughs> <we're> <laughs> <laughs> <waiting>. <laughs> somebody's getting the finger I was right about to now. Say the bird just flew out, it's flying everywhere.
1: I think the one thing, as you guys know, we're very transparent about our whiskey. We talk about our processes and everything that we do, and this is one part that we talk about. But I like to have people actually try our whiskey before they get this image of a young barrel or a young company or something like that so that's why we like to try yeah, 100 100 so it.
4: so starting in the 300 square
2: oh, foot wait sorry can i do one quick thing no all right fine
4: yeah, you, yeah <laughs> of course you can okay
2: so so you guys that have tried this and and i don't know the answer to this question either so we've all tried their whiskeys right we all know there's a unique barrel that goes behind this what age would you guys predict that these barrel that this is at right now Man, so... Because we can, I mean, we know what we can compare it to, right? I mean, we have similar tasting whiskeys from a certain state that, right, have a same profile to it, and we know what age those are usually at. So what would
0: we, what would you guys compare this to? So I'm assuming, and I'm just making an assumption because of the fact that I've kind of not heard exactly where they're at as far as the size of barrel or things like that. I'm going to guess most of this stuff is probably in the three-year range. Okay. Um, but that rye, I mean. It punches uh, well above that weight. I mean, it, it drinks like a six or seven year old rye. Yeah, I mean, so it really so, does. So
2: I mean, I, I would say these are probably four to five years old. If i take a guess, I mean, they have great color to them. They yep. have great viscosity to them. They have great flavor to them that you can't you can't manipulate that kind of
3: flavor. Right. I was going. I was leaning towards the four to five, four yeah. four and a half five. And the only reason range. I
0: said that is because I'm assuming they're using probably like a 15 gallon barrel or steel You know what happens when you assume, Scott? Listen, I, I, you get pizza I, I, I definitely made an, an ass, ass, out, ass of out of myself for sure. <laughs> <laughs> Me and you. But 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 that's my point. Like I'm assuming because you asked about barrels that right. maybe you knew something that I didn't I know. I don't. I don't. So, I
2: actually asked because I want to know.
0: <laughs> okay. So that so therefore I was just assuming they were using a way smaller barrel so no, to for I rapid aging or know. things of that nature. Maybe they're not, and we're no, gonna find out not, here in just no, a couple of seconds. There's no such thing as rapid aging. But for me, don't use that word. It's it, not bad. rapid it's bad aging. Bad phrase. But, uh, okay. So not bad rapid phrase. aging. It, it give me a rest.
2: Give me a rest. There. <laughs> bad phrase.
0: <laughs> so n- not rapid aging, but it does. It it will. A smaller barrel will enhance the flavor of the barrel or of the whiskey faster. Allegedly, allegedly.
1: Well, let's find out the answer. So, all right, you, you, you give it to Philip. No, no, Michael's gonna. Michael's gonna keep, give us keep, the
0: He's gonna us give us the But before you do, though, if I'm the only degenerate, I think that's finished off all my glasses. But dude, if you go back and nose batch one mm. or barrel one, I mean, it's like tobacco caramel. I mean, like all of it hits like a Kentucky bourbon only a little bit bolder and a little bit more you know, robust because I mean, it gives you all those things, man. I mean, in, 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 John, come over and sniff these glasses. Cause this is something I love to do is to nose a glass after the fact. Yep. And we that's talk about best it all the time way to taste whiskey. So like literally if you like nose these bad boys, I mean, it's caramel, it's tobacco. It's a little bit of just richness. I mean, it's just got so much to it. it like, These are great nosing whiskeys, man. You, you guys did a fantastic job on these bad boys. Thank
4: you very much. Yeah. That's my favorite way to taste whiskey is to drink it and then let the glass dry and and smell it every few minutes or minute because um, you can taste every note by smelling that glass. That's what I tell my dries.
2: wife when I don't wash them. I was like, no, no, no. It's no,
4: for, no, no. It's, it's for, yeah, for no, market no, no. research. I, I'm um, coming back to that. So, yeah. So, barrels. We're, we're going to wrap this up and roll it around and see. And that's it for bourbon barrels. See, we'll Smack <laughs> it up, flip it, wrap it down. Are we doing Bell Biv DeVoe <laughs> yeah. <the> now? <laughs> But, um, so I started in that 300 square foot space. Right. And, uh, truly a 53 gallon barrel would not fit through the door. Um, and so, and also I couldn't sit on whiskey. I, am literally bootstrapping this company. Um, and, and so I ordered from the barrel mill in, uh, Avon, Minnesota, I ordered, found them online. They had 10 gallon barrels. I ordered, actually they had some five gallon barrels. Um, Truth be told, I haven't ever said this, um, the 94-point Jim Murray Whiskey Bible, barrel number two of the rye, was um, in a five-gallon barrel. Five-gallon barrel. And it was uh, maybe six, seven months old. Wow. What? I would have never guessed
3: that. No, I would not have.
4: I've I, I'm, I'm never told that. Wow. And I have the notes. Yeah, I can show it first you. Here, Bourbon, yeah. barrel Bourbon barrel talk, talk exclusive so, right there, buddy. <laughs> you guys got There's me a shit. little tipsy. Yeah, seriously. Um, Give this man some more whiskey. <laughs> That's I'm gonna what I'm do saying. It. <laughs> oh, I, got, I got stories. <laughs> um, but so I do. Well, episode two. We, we started with 10-gallon barrels. Um, we are, um, we've are. we now put whiskey in 15s, 30s, 53s. Um, but our, our main stack is 10-gallons. Is um, and, and the whiskeys we're drinking, if they're 128 proof, they're about 12 months old. Um, if they're 129, 30,
2: I love everyone's faces right now. I
1: wish y'all could <laughs> see. Dude, that. Dude, I, I'm I telling you,
4: mean, like, I they're feel pushing, like my mind is blown. I'm not, like I'm the, not going to lie. But I mean, the, I like, co-
2: the color and complexity you have on these things would not you. be what we we would think. <laughs> it, no, I know. Um, Listen, so, I drink a lot. Let's just go and throw that out there, guys. Sorry. You're an alcoholic. Let's throw I'm that a drunk. out there. i drunk. Oh, don't go to AA. <laughs> <laughs> God damn it. So. Uh, <laughs> Yeah. But um, this this I mean, we could put this up. There's hundred and seventy two bottles over there. I counted, sorry. So <laughs> <laughs> we could put this up side by side with them and you could see color wise and proof wise, yeah, it would been, match up with wow. age, and, stated and, barrel and, strength and whiskey. taste. Yeah, Dude, I, I, easily. I'm completely but, blown I mean, away. With, without tasting it, right? Just visual. Yeah. You would you would visually think it's older. It's more complex. It has it is not older it's more
4: complex it's yeah it,
2: yeah it's, we know <laughs> it just it does
0: it 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 just hits in all the right spots i mean it really does i mean for it, some people and, I, and I, i'm just giving my honest opinion we can make more cocktails but, but i'm just saying in, some people are gonna say whoa that's too much bite like it's got too much spice but but i love rye whiskey right i love rye i love rye whiskey i love rye bourbons. I, these things hit on all the notes that I like. I love so, your
2: integration of the malted rye, though. Yeah, I think thank that you. Is because, right, people put but malt I think the malted rye,
0: to... yes. But also, malted rye leads to the the, the viscosity and to the heaviness and to yeah. the mouth film and the yeah, creaminess. Yeah. Like, those are all things. I mean, he's really, he's really dialed in on something that nobody else is obviously doing because. I would have never guessed that these things were between six and twelve months old. I yeah, mean, well, these
4: are, these that we're drinking are at least twelve, if right. twelve to eighteen months, right? In um, ten gallon barrels, um, but I yeah, never, it, it, I would have never guessed that. Yeah, see, that's um, why
1: we have to wait to the end. We've got to, you've got to experience fine, everything. You went, you went, you went right we're out of the beginning, real fast. That was the question I wanted, and it was answer. like, slow down. Matt had the one only big thing. question and had to wait to use it to the no. end.
3: Now, one side question on the barrels. Uh, can you say what type of char you use? Uh,
4: yeah, whiskey char. The, the deepest they full. do. Yeah, so four, char. Uh, four, five, five or four. Char. Well, for it's barrel different. mill, it's four. Four, okay. So okay. that's their deep char. Yeah. Um, yeah, and... What company are you using, if you don't want... It? Is that a it like, The Barrel Mill barrel out of
2: Avon, okay. Minnesota.
4: Listening's hard for you. So right? I, have, so like, I was listening, like, but look, I didn't hear that part. He it said three Sorry. times. Yeah. I have something to say. Um, there are all these fruit flies flying around, right? Right. right. And so w- back in the day, like, I was listening to... I don't...
2: Oh, my God. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> listen, I one.
4: L- listening to NPR, and I'm, I'm just starting to make whiskey, and there's fruit flies all over my distillery, and they, you know... And there's this whole um, I don't story about fruit flies on NPR. And <laughs> okay, Philip can't even handle it. Wait, you gotta talk. So, um, especially today. <laughs> um, so, fruit flies—you find them in your your alcohol right. often, right? Yep. Dead, right? Hundred percent. Yep. Do you know why? Because <laughs> they like I the also taste do want of it. Because it's sweet. Nope. No. Nope. So they don't <laughs> The fruit flies that you find in your alcohol are male. Cuz they're dumb. No. <laughs> <laughs> Close. Close. No. Because they are drowning their sorrows because they have not ma- found a mate. Not mate. And I literally heard that on NPR <laughs> and I'm like, "Oh my god, that's amazing." So, um <laughs> I Always Sorry. but when they're all around, I'm like, and nobody's dead yet in my glass, but um Oh one is. Um, but they they did a study and Bro they have you are, not
2: heard of Tinder? Like come on man. <laughs> I know, right? Tinder.
4: You can swipe left. Grinder. Hey. There's all kinds of stuff out there, man.
0: Oh my so, god. This has uh, been
1: great. That's so funny. <laughs> Especially Every time today. I go back
0: to these things, the nose is different. Like I swear to God, like I mean like I'm getting orange now. I'm getting like Thank you. There's just so much I mean. I think one thing that's My mind's blown. I got to be honest, Mike. I'm super impressed with what you've got going on over there, man. I I cannot wait to see what a 53 gallon barrel after five or six years is. Oh, yeah. Yeah, we got to fucking wait for four years. Well, I'm going to be 100 when it happens. I'm just kidding.
4: So, right now, um, we do an anniversary. We started this last year. So, the X was that that 53 gallon barrel that came out at, at. So this year is XI. Uh oh! Oh, we dropped that already. It's eleven. What? Yeah, yeah, we dropped it (laughs) already. I'll I'll drop the other one too. But XI. So it's our eleventh anniversary. um, Roman numeral XI, and um, it's it's our rye whiskey, three to four years old. And I think it's on the website. It is. Can you buy it on the website? Mm -hmm. <laughs> <laughs> One day soon, um, soon to be released. <laughs> but they're only like 400 bottles, gotcha. um, and it it's yes. So we have the release we at, love our whiskey older. We had the yeah. release um, at the
1: distillery, when, and it all sold out for what we had. And about fair enough. And about 20 cases will soon be hitting the e-commerce world. As
0: long as you send me some of that hazmat rye, you're going to hear you. <laughs> 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 I All think two seconds t- of it. Congratulations. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't say it was long. I just said it was going to happen.
2: <laughs> I'm going to go eat some
1: pizza. <laughs> I'm with you on that one. Pizza sounds good right about now. I don't know about
4: that. <laughs> <laughs> you want some cheese in your mouth, man? <laughs> you know what the funny thing is? I, is joke, I probably
3: could, I could have made a, a, an educated guess based off the barrel number or the n- bottle number of the barrel if you ever look at the side. Correct. Did you notice know that?
4: could have been a oh leaker. god no i didn't have yeah, it could have that. been a leaker <laughs> you never know so,
3: so in this one there was only 47 bottles right yeah
4: so a 10 oh. gallon barrel yields barrel proof um somewhere between 44 to How, 48 bottles
2: however an older barrel over time will also yield a lower result at barrel strength so right. for example i mean i will go as extreme as possible right now you have King of Kentuckys that are 18 years old that yep. yield seven bottles. Seven, 12 bottles, yeah. Wow. So, so it's not uncommon to have an older whiskey.
0: Well, hell, Travis picked the uh, Four Roses that, what, had 18 bottles? Yes. Yeah. Crazy. So, I mean, like, it, it happens, you yeah. know,
4: right? They're leakers. And They're, leakers are the best. Oh, my oh, God. dude. The, so much flavor, flavor. So much things going flavor to, for Philip got excited oh, I, over there. He yeah. started talking about leakers, <laughs> I, I, man. I, I, <laughs> they just started woof. I you or your microphone got excited. <laughs> <laughs>
0: He's just happy to see we you. We know man. you're <laughs> not happy to be here.
4: <laughs> <laughs> I was um,
1: told there'd be pizza. <laughs> <laughs> Le- uh. Leaker
4: barrels are amazing. Yeah. I mean, we love it. You know, in the distillery, um, we get we get a few of them every once in a while, and and there's you know twenty twenty five bottles, and they are the best whiskey you've ever drank. So.
0: Let's wrap this bad boy up. Yeah, because if, if people want to go to distiller two number two ninety one, bad, bad boy.
4: We just dropped bad guy. My. friend. Third recipe, four grain weeded bourbon. Four grain. Whoa, 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 whoa. All right. L- l- rewind.
1: <laughs> What's your, four Where's grain that guy weeded
4: bourbon. Back with more whiskey why, why didn't style. I try this?
0: Where's the set? It's in the car that <laughs> left. Okay. So, no. four grain weeded whiskey. Tell us the mash bill and then. Oh, damn. Do not go, uh, No, Philip do not tell us the mash <laughs> bill. Never mind. He doesn't Fif- know. 59. No, leave it as a 59. Corn.
4: 59. Corn. 29 malt wheat. 9 malt rye. And uh, 3 mm-hmm. really? malt barley. Wow. Wow. And that it w- sounds. It was my third unique. recipe and barrel number one from the Whiskey Bible.
0: So it's a four grain weeded bourbon. Yeah. Man. Holy smoke
4: balls. I'm gonna I'm gonna blow your mind in a second. Are you gonna um, tell him? Yeah. Um, are you so, gonna tell us? But Jim Murray. Wait, but are you gonna tell us? Whiskey Bible gave me 95 and a half points in 2023. That was my third recipe. Um, 95 and a half points. But two years ago, I think. Yeah. Year you're gonna and, hear and a half ago. First tier. hang,
2: hear on, it hang first on. Hang tier.
1: on. Here.
4: I um I decided to flip that, and I've never heard of a four grain rye whiskey, and so I did a four grain rye weeded whiskey. So
0: okay, so you went so you went wheat in a rye, but I, mash- I went rye. I, I have a question. So
4: no, fifty nine rye. Okay, um twenty nine wheat, um nine corn, and three malt barley. I,
2: I have a question for you. I'm
4: blowing his mind. No, Hold no, no. On. I, I have a legitimate. I have like a yep. legitimate
2: question, and I mean this in the most sincere so way. When I come out to no, Colorado, no, stop, stop, stop. Hang on. When are we, hang going on. To we have a, I have a question. I have a
0: question. Have a, ask your question, but why are you doing that? Where the fuck is this bottle? That's what I'm saying.
1: Yes, <laughs> <laughs> it's still in the barrel. It's still in the barrel. Um, well, I so, do. I when do, do we go to Colorado?
4: I have a bottle of the white, and the white when it came off the still. Yeah, I was like, oh damn you and can't
2: the, beat that the if the white dog is good the age right gonna it's gonna better. be
4: so um yeah so four main rye weeded whiskey that that i've never heard of all right we've still I never heard of it uh, yeah we're gonna l- we're gonna let th-
2: philip bring this home No, you know what we're gonna do we're gonna right, trust so. the verify
4: Okay, you shut up.
2: No,
0: we're going to trust but verify. Okay, that's fine. We're We we will definitely trust and verify. But that's, we're going to me? I'm Cuz am going to let Philip bring it home. Will you Jesus wet no, baby, gotta man? what? No, we got to go. Come on, with on you? Philip Raleigh.
1: All right. So, if you want to find us, come visit us, 4242 North Nevada we're Avenue in Colorado Springs, Colorado. Or you can um, purchase our products distillery291.com. We have a little buy now button and we sh- we don't, but we have a company that ships to over 30 states.
0: Over 30 states, okay. Mm-hmm. Website is, you said, distillery291.com?
1: Yep. Yeah,
4: or 291 com.
1: And then all of our social handles are at distillery291.
4: At distillery291. Instagram, Facebook, all the good all stuff. All the same, yep. yep. Good
0: deal, good deal. If you want to find Bourbon Barrel Talk, you can find us at and Barrel Talk. at on Instagram, Twitter, and the old Facebook. You can also email us at bermanbrilltalk at gmail.com. If you have any questions, comments, or concerns about Distillery 291, you can hit us up, or you can hit them up at, is there a special email address?
1: Info at distillery291.com.
0: All right, this is Scott, Matt, Philip, Raleigh, Mike Myers, and Nick Brock signing off. Peace Bye. out. See you. Bye.